Welcome to the Midweek Checkup. My name is Bobby Gillis, and I'm joined by Lindsay Blair. This past Sunday, our guest preacher was Dr. Jonathan Pennington, a pastor at our sister church on the east end of Louisville, Sojourn East, and associate professor of New Testament interpretation at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He preached from Titus chapter 1, verses 5 through 16. We learned that the vision for a beautiful leader is a simple picture of a mature and growing follower of Jesus. And while these characteristics are a requirement for some, they are an invitation to all. I loved how applicable this sermon was to people from all walks of life, not just church leaders. For instance, he talked about the business book, Good to Great by Jim Collins, and how Collins discovered that the traits in the best business leaders don't necessarily rely on intelligence, talent, or certain personality types or educational backgrounds. They were people of humble character and clear direction. Lindsay, what did you think? I loved how Dr. Pennington said that you can tell a lot about a person's character by how they treat the people who are below them. I think we see this all throughout the Gospels as we see the contrast in how the Pharisees treated those who they thought were below them with the way that Jesus treated and cared for them. We don't expect perfection, but an intentional, caring, compassionate, loving, and humble heart. A church isn't beautiful because it's made up of perfect people. It is beautiful because it is made up of people who are growing more and more into the image of Christ. But for anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do a quick recap. Pastor Jonathan stated up front that God cares about how his church is led, and it's all about character because good character is beautiful. But we have a problem. Because churches and all organizations and families are made up of sinful, broken people, sooner or later, there are troublemakers. The church in Crete, which Titus was tasked with shepherding, was no exception. But it's often surprising who the troublemakers in the church are. Jesus rarely had confrontations with irreligious liberal people, those to the left of him. And we notice the same thing in Crete. It's religious people on the right, very morally upright people who add conditions and demands on who can be a Christian. The most dangerous people we meet in the New Testament are those who sound and look spiritual, but who are filled, Paul says, with meaningless talk and deception and causing division. God's solution is to establish leaders of character. The Bible doesn't dictate the kind of church architecture we have, the kind of worship music we sing, or even educational standards for church leaders. The Bible dictates that leaders of God's church be a people of character. In Titus 1, Paul lists five negative disqualifying traits. A leader must not be overbearing, quick-tempered, 
given to drunkenness, violent or greedy. These five traits overlap and give us a picture of a self-centered, discontented person who lacks self-control and is driven by greed. And then Paul gives us seven positive traits, such as blamelessness, which doesn't mean perfect or sinless, but means an earned good reputation. And then he says to look for someone who is hospitable, loves what is good, is self-controlled, upright, and holy, and disciplined. The purpose is to hold firmly to the gospel so we can encourage others and refute those who oppose sound doctrine. Dr. Pennington ended by saying that some of us are church leaders, and this word applies directly. Some are leaders in other fields like business, education, or government, and these are good pictures for those fields too. But while these character traits are a requirement for some, they are an invitation to all, to every Christian from all walks of life, backgrounds, and income levels. So let's ask ourselves, what will people say about us after we've passed on? In the end, what matters most to those in our lives is not our skills and accomplishments. It's our character and relationships. Amen. This coming Sunday, we continue the series, This Beautiful Church. We'll look at God's plan for beautiful relationships in His church. Join us online or in person. We'll see you then.